Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong Benediction right there, that was so good. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church. And we are your local churchmen coming to you live from Linden, Washington at the Tin Can Cigar Lounge. Mm -hmm. Uh, The proprietor, Sean Taylor. Mm -hmm. Um, First off, amazing dude. Yes. Sean 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 is among I'm not lying when I say Sean is among one of the nicest people that I know. Mm-hmm. He's extremely nice. He's he very is. kind, right? He is. And I feel like I feel like calling someone nice like can can be like sometimes kind of trite and something you call somebody when you can't think of anything else to call them. But in this case, it, it's not. Sean is a legitimately nice dude and he's super cool. Yeah. He has these tin can tin can so they're these they're these airstream that's what they're called, right? Airstream trailers. Yes. Yep. That he completely gutted mm-hmm. and turned into the most amazing uh cigar lounges. Yep. Right? And they're mobile, which makes them even cooler. Yep. So we're gonna be sharing all these pics on Instagram. Uh you can go over there and just see them. Make sure to give Tin Can Cigars and Sean himself a like, a follow. Uh, and if you're in the Washington area, especially if you're up north, you got to give them some business yeah. because memberships here are crazy cheap, crazy good, like like crazy good. Especially if you are in ministry, it's even better. Yeah. Um, but I'm here with Captain Jack. Yes. As always, Jack, we're we're together. Yes, we're, we are. We're we're we're, we're in the we're in the in same the room, dude. Yes, we are in the same room. How are, dude? It's great to see you. Yeah, I'm, it's I'm, good to see you too, bro. I'm very excited, dude. Yeah. We're sitting here enjoying some good sticks. Mm-hmm. So, I drove from Tacoma, yeah. to Everett, and then Josh and I both Carpool. uh, carpooled up here. But man, <laughs> I know we were going to talk about in our in our opening riff, yeah, 
gosh, what were we going to talk about? We were going to talk about the amazing sandwiches we had for lunch. Oh my gosh. Okay. That's what we so, were going to talk about. Okay. But so, like, I, I'm just like, there's so much that I'm happy about right now yeah. that I'm struggling trying to figure out what, what to talk it's, about. It's definitely, yeah. I think the problem is, is that there's just like an overload we, of goodness it's, happening it's an, right like now. The Lord is raining his <laughs> blessings on Jack and I. This is, this is like, you know, when you give all your money to TBN, right? <laughs> and they promise that it'll be delivered 40-fold. That's what this is now. This is the feeling. Yeah. <laughs> we have gone into the third layer of heaven right now, and we're just like basking in it. We are. So, yeah, it is. Uh, Which happens this, to be a cigar lounge, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> this is, qu- dude, this is quite the setup. It's amazing. It is quite the setup, and just everything that Sean has here is just nuts. Well, it's just bananas. Let's not bury the lead. He's opening a new shop. Yeah. Opening a new shop in Linden. It's a tobacconist shop. Not only tobacconist, though. Dude, so he's doing a soft open right now, and then uh, planning is to open, he said January? Yeah. Right? January. Dude, some of the stuff he's got in there is so yeah. cool. Yeah. Like, it is literally a man store. Mm-hmm. You walk in, there's there's cigar stuff, of course. So you got your cutters and your lighters and, you know, he's got pipe stuff. He's got loose leaf, loose uh, pipe tobacco. Yep. But he's got beard products. Yep. He's got straight razors. He's got leather some, goods. Dude, he's got some sick looking humidors. Uh, humidors. Those things are bananas. You were, Jack was eyeing this, this army green. It was an army Is green like humidor. OD green. Yeah. Nice looking humidor. Yeah. Ooh. That's got me jonesing right now. Yeah. So. <laughs> this place is legit. Yeah. I'm very happy. Um, yeah. Linden, Washington, Tin Can Cigars. They're on Instagram. Go give them a like. There's another one in Montana, too. Uh, go give them a like as well. But it's the Tin Cans. You guys got to follow these guys. They're, it's so cool. It's so cool. But, yeah, Jack, before we get into our cigar, you wanted to talk about that sandwich we had. Okay. Because you're, you're, you, were, you were nerding out over this over this food item yeah and it kind of i'm like okay well let's let's talk about it because you were you were passionately passionately uh making sweet love to this sandwich (laughs) (laughs) i don't know about that um i was just gushing over the fact that okay so we're just like we're coming up to bellingham and bellingham is like a hop skip and a jump away from technically we're in canada junior right now we're right on the border yeah Yeah, we're right on the border so you know, we're like, ah, you want to get something to eat? You want to not? It's like, let's get something to eat before yeah. we get into this. And I had heard a bunch of stuff. We're just like, ah, options are kind of slim. Let's go to Wendy's. Well, Wendy's, what are we going to get there? As you do. And next thing you know, I'm just like, oh, I remember. There's this chicken, Italian chicken mozzarella sandwich. It's like basically a chicken Parmesan sandwich. It's a chicken Parmesan sandwich. And you were you were saying like, I'm hey, like I have to try this. We got to get this. Because I'd seen I some was stuff. Reluctant. I was seeing some stuff as well too. And I'm just like, oh yeah, this is happening. Yeah. I was I was reluctant because one, it's Wendy's. Yeah. And two, I'm like, chicken parm, like, yeah, I don't know. That's, that. I, yeah, I wasn't sold. Yeah, you weren't sold. I wasn't. And then- the thing about it is, this sandwich is not yeah. any ordinary chicken sandwich. No. It's got a garlic knot brioche bun. Yeah. Bananas combination there. Yeah. Then it's got a disc, a fried disc of mozzarella. Yep. Followed by marinara, followed by your your fried chicken there. So I have to say, I thought they were going to skimp on the mozzarella. They did not. Mm-hmm. It was literally, so there was a there was like a chicken patty, right? And then there was like a full other patty, and it was literally a deep fried mozzarella 
It was a disc. Disc. Yes, it was like it was. It, it was, was like, a three okay, inch disc. You know those discs? <laughs> you, you know, it was like an air hockey disc of mozzarella. That's what it was. It was. And man, like I was into it. I was like, okay, the sandwiches get good. Into it. And man, I gotta say, this sandwich is like an eight point four to me out of ten. It was. It held a up. Fast food sandwich. A fast food. It held up, man. <laughs> this is coming from a man who's part Sicilian too. So, I, Wendy's. <laughs> If you're listening, sponsor us because we just gave you free, like, hashtag no free shout outs, but free shout out. Wendy's chicken parm sandwich, not a sponsor, um, but uh, it, it was it was actually pretty good. And then a guy came up to my window and asked if I had money. And I, I said, no, but I have fries. And he's like, okay. <laughs> so I gave him fries. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. So not bad. Not bad. But Jack, before we get into our topic for today. Why don't you give us the reformatory cigar of the week in this glorious, yeah. glorious, streamlined cigar lounge that we are sitting in? This is beautiful. I am actually validating. They call this validating. <laughs> like validating parking? Yeah, this is like validating. Uh, so this is what Aganor Salif does. So it is an yeah. Aganor Salif cigar. Okay. Um, Aganor Salif on, on Facebook usually, but then on other different social media, sociable uh, platforms. They call it validating. What are you validating today? So I am validating today the Aganor Salif, the Corojo. So this is a, so these Corojo and they have Connecticut. So it is a new band and new packaging and everything on it. So the band on this is different. It used to be like this Casa Fernandez wonky looking band on it. And stuff like that. And then they completely changed up the branding and banding on it so that it's all synchronous. You know, it's all succinct. It all looks basically the same, except Corojo has a different mm. color on it versus the Connecticut versus the Maduro um, versus, I'm trying to think, I think there's like two or three maybe other cigars within their like kind of like uh, validation uh, line as this. But man, Aganorsa Leaf, this is like, I think I got this cigar for about either $7.50 or 8 bucks. Really affordable, I would say. Really good cigar. And still, like, it's holding its weight, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. You seem to be enjoying it. It's good smoke output. Like, I can actually yeah. see it. Good smoke output. Uh, really good tasting cigar. Um, I actually have to pull it up in... <laughs> We're just like nerding out so much we that are. we're kind of like thrown off our game. We are. We are. <laughs> well, so, I mean, okay. To be fair, what's our game normally? <laughs> like, it's like it's like shoot from the. Hip, it's not baby. like Scotty Pippen being thrown <laughs> off his game and still putting up like you know twenty points, right? It's this is uh this is this is yeah like we're we're, we're not starting from a place of excellence. Let's just be honest yeah. here. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'm pulling up just the details yeah. of the cigar. Uh, let me see. Corojo. Boop. This is great radio. This is fantastic radio. Okay. So okay. Aganor Salif. You got uh, it? La uh, Validicion Corojo. Okay. And this is a Robusto. So it comes in Robusto, Toro. I think it also comes in a Churchill size as well, too. Yeah, so Grand Robusto, uh, which I have right here, a Toro and a Grand Toro. Um, it's a pretty stronger cigar. Uh, Nicaraguan Puro, handmade in Nicaragua, has uh, the wrapper is kind of dark and reddish, mm -hmm. and then you got a lot of 
premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Yeah. Um, it's pretty, so as they would say, it's it's going to be hearty, a little bit more fuller flavored. Not for the faint of stomach. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely an after dinner smoke or after meal smoke. We just had lunch, so. We had chicken parm sandwiches. Yeah, we're yeah. pretty much good. So, yeah, validacion uh, was Spanish for validation or validating. Yes. So I was right on the validating. Look at you. Piece. Anyway, uh, MSRP, anywhere between seven fifty to about $9. Okay. Um, yeah. Beautiful. That is uh, that is your Cigar of the Week for right now. So, Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. Man, it's good to be with you, man. It's fun times right now. Fun this times, is, people. This, this is this is this is the good life. <clears throat> yeah, this is the good life. Yeah, Jack. Uh, we are continuing our series in Advent. This is the last one. This is the last one. I mean, we we'll probably do another Christmassy up after this. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, probably a riff up because we're gonna try to get some eps done while we're here. And I've, dude, I went to the movies the other night, and I oh, I need to vent about something. <laughs> but the, I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it. For the next step. But, Jack, we are continuing and finishing up our Advent series uh, for the Reformatory this week, and we are talking about Jesus as King. Yes. All right. So we covered uh, Christ as our prophet, how he perfectly fulfills that role, uh, priest, and now, finally, Christ as our king. And Jack uh, Jack told me, I think he said it on the podcast last week, too, yeah. but he's like, when we get to king... Oh, I'm going to nerd out. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I hear Jack say. So, Jack, uh, I, I see you like a dog on a chain. <laughs> I'm going to hand it over to you and let let the nerding begin. Uh, so, why I nerd out about Jesus is King is I kind of referenced this last week as well, too, of how uh, I grew up at really into kind of like this ancient political kind of really wanting to seek after uh, what it is to be in government. My dad was a city council member in the city that I grew up in, and then he became mayor for a couple years. Um, and I grew up watching like Gladiator, and I kind of nerded out, not so much on the action. Hey, shout out movie Gladiator. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, I didn't nerd out so much on the action, even though it was good. I kind of nerded out on the political scenes as well, too, and kind of like more of the political thriller of it all. Um, and then when I went to college... Um, I majored in political science, which mostly is a fancy term for just a, studying. A, a throwaway degree. Studying. Well, no, that sorry. too. I mean, that too. Let's be honest. Thanks, Army. Thanks, Army, for paying okay. for that throwaway I got, degree. I got, I got, I got a, I got a, <laughs> psych, I got a social sciences degree, right? So you know what? That's getting me these days. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Nothing. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it was basically like, how do, how do countries govern, right? Yeah. Most of the time, I mean, most of my basic and breath and then elective courses were different regions of the world and studying how different regions of the world operated. In the Middle East, I will tell you this, the Middle East is very tribal. It's very tribal, and then on top of it, uh, you add in this element of monarchy or kings, right? You have uh, a lot when it comes to history, when it comes to kings in the Middle East, uh, and when I say by Middle East, I mean like basically going from 
just over into the Mediterranean Sea, right there where Israel is at, uh, all the way going uh, kind of east from Israel, Syria, as north as Syria, even as north as Turkey as well, too. And then going as south kind of into Egypt, Saudi Arabia, and then kind of going into Iran and even almost uh, the former Russian republics like Afghanistan, yeah. Turkmenistan, stuff like that. So it's very tribal, but it's also very kind of king. There's a very focus on king and monarchy. Obviously, we're going to talk today about kingship, and we're going to talk about how Jesus is king. But what I wanted to talk, too, about is the fact that Jesus as king refocuses back on us trusting in Christ in his rule and reign versus how we've not, we don't really like to trust sometimes in people. Mm. Yet, of course, we do this all the time where we wax and wane in that we will trust in people if they look really good on the outside, yeah, yeah. like Saul, and they'll promise us stuff and they'll do stuff that's really heroic and stuff like that. And then they fail and they fail to follow through on their promises. Yeah. Um, and this, so it really ties me back to why I really love this subject. And also it kind of goes back to how you view and how this kind of ties your emotions to Jesus as King, depending upon how you read the old Testament. Sure. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, you, we can read the old Testament like we do right now in our English Bibles, which is not wrong. Uh, it ends in Malachi and you kind of have this narrative of the the silence like God not speaking to us and then he comes through in Matthew and he speaks to us uh, through the person and work of Jesus but then you also have in the Tanakh version which most uh, so the the Torah the law the prophets and the writings the Tanakh version of the Old Testament ends in second Chronicles and that's that ends, the one with or without the book of Thomas <laughs> no apocrypha. Oh, oh no sorry. apocrypha. Oh, okay. No sorry. apocrypha in my the Tanakh. My bad. My bad. No apocrypha in the talk. Uh, that is a completely other episode. But no apocrypha in the Tanakh. But the Tanakh, the Torah, the Netavim, the Ketavim. So you end in Chronicles. And Chronicles, it has this picture, yeah. and I'll read it too, is where the king of Persia kind of ends his. Uh, this decree of Cyrus, so to say. He ends it in this. He says, This is what the king of Cyrus of Persia says. The Lord, the God of the heavens, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth and has appointed me to build him a temple at Jerusalem in Judah. Any of his people among you may go up and may the Lord his God be with him. So you have this Mm. very expectant, okay, we're going back to Jerusalem. We're going back to the temple. Something's going to be there. Someone... Some person is going to be there, and then you go into the New Testament, and then you get Jesus. Jesus, who is our promised king, who's there, and he's waiting. So, yeah. It's very expected for me, mainly because I nerd out on politics and stuff like that, and I don't really trust our politicians on either side anymore. (laughs) And so, Jesus is kind of like... Why would you say that? Jesus is kind of redeeming, you know, this this for me. Yeah, yeah. But it even goes back to of the fact that in the Davidic covenant uh, in First Samuel, uh, we have God making a covenant with David, saying that one of David, the line of David, will remain on the throne, and they will be the king of Judah, but also of Israel as well too. Um, and so, 
you have that promise of a coming king from the line of David, mm-hmm. and that is going to be fulfilled. And it is fulfilled through Jesus, as we see in that first genealogy that Matthew sets up for us. So, yeah, that is a long intro into Jesus as king, but it's, yeah, I had to nerd out there for a second. Well, anyway. yeah, no, no, 100%. Yeah, and I think it's... The, I agree with you. I think there there's so much there's so much hope. I mean, okay, there's hope that comes from all of the offices that Christ fulfills on our behalf, right? Yeah. Um so but 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 this one I think has especially in the time and age that we find ourselves today, right? Where we live in a very postmodern society yeah. where the world hates the gospel, they hate the word of God, they hate the church, they hate everything that has to do with calling them to die to their die to themselves and repent and believe in Christ, right? They hate all of that. And it's so easy for us to lose hope in our culture today because we see all of the lawlessness and all of the all of the the leaders that we are told to trust, right? That fail us again and again and again and and go back on promises, right? Hypocritical leaders. Yep. Uh, we see this in the church. So many people being hurt by, you know, pastors who shouldn't be pastors. Let's, yeah. let's be clear, yeah. right? Uh, who are failing in the qualifications and then end up hurting themselves uh, and others, right? Mm-hmm. There's so much hope that comes from the understanding that Jesus Christ is our king and that we are called as Christians to pledge allegiance mm-hmm. to him and to him alone. Yeah. Right? And we we have no no king but Christ is I think an amazing uh, mantra for us as Christians uh, to shout because it's true. And you think about all of the things that the king does, right? All of the ways that we see the office of king uh, manifesting itself, if you will, in the Old Testament, and we look at the person of Christ, and we see those manifested perfectly. So the king rules. He makes the rules, right? He sets his law and says, this is what you must live by, right, in order to be my subjects. We have that in the word of God. And because Christ is the perfect king, his word is perfect, Yeah. right? Yeah. But we also see a king that defends and goes to war, mm-hmm. right? And this is something that I think, I think, I think, depending on kind of where you grew up in the different theological circles, right? Yeah, Christ as a conquering king is not something that's emphasized enough. Yeah. I think, at least it wasn't. It wasn't for me. Yeah, right. Because I look at the person of Christ, and there's so much in Scripture that we are called to 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 see in Jesus, right? But he's a king, Mm -hmm. and his kingdom has no end. The world is but a footstool for his feet, and he has conquered, as a good king does, Mm -hmm. he conquers all his enemies. He has already conquered them. He conquered Satan, he conquered sin, and he conquered death when he rose three days later and came out of the tomb, right? And like we have this perfect king in our Savior that when we can look at him, Right. I think of the I think of the uh, again, it's not I hate I really hate pop culture analogies when it comes to sermons and stuff like that. (laughs) But I think the wording is great. All right. The Hobbit movies. All right. I was not expecting that, but okay, Okay. (laughs) I'll follow you here. Josh. Stick with me. Stick with me. Okay. The Hobbit movies. Right. It's in the first one when uh, the old the old dwarf is talking about Thorin. um, uh, Balin. When Balin's talking about Thorin and he's telling Bilbo about the story about how. 
when he first saw Thorne. And he and he sees Thorne lead his people mm-hmm. to victory against all odds, right? And then he says the words, there is one I could follow. There mm. is one that I could call king. Yeah. Right? And just that, I love that line because when we look at Christ, it's not somehow that we are, we have... We have deemed Christ worthy and like, okay, you proved yourself to me, Jesus. Now I'm going to give you my allegiance. No, Christ's glory and his rule and authority is above everything, Mm -hmm. right? He is king whether you acknowledge it or not, right? He is king of this world whether you bow the knee or not. Eventually everyone will bow the knee. Yeah. We will either bow out of love and gratitude and thankfulness for what he has done for us or those that are not in Christ will bow out of fear and, and regret and, and shame. dread yeah. and shame and realization, yeah. understanding for the first time who they have been rejecting mm-hmm. their entire lives. Yeah. Right. And we have this glorious king that is also perfectly merciful and gracious and loving. But just like C.S. Lewis says, like, yeah, he's. Jesus, Jesus is not this tame, simple, uh, easy, easy to manage God that you put in a box or you put on a mantle or you have a, a picture on your wall that may or may not be Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? <laughs> He's not tame. Yeah. He's fierce. Yeah. He is a conquering king general that has defeated and will defeat every enemy. Yeah. But he's good. Yeah. And we can trust in that. Dude, it's just Christ as king to me gives me such a focused courage when I need it the most. And I, I don't know about you, Jack, but I, I look at just my life. I look at the things that are going on in this culture. I need courage. Mm. Like, I can be very fearful. Yeah. Very anxious and worried about this world that I am living in. Mm-hmm. But Christ is my king, knowing that he goes before me. He is leading me, and I am under his banner. Yeah. That, that gives me such courage to live in a way that shows my allegiance to him. Yeah, I mean, this is shown to us, uh, Christ is king, just as you were talking about defeating his enemies. Jesus defeats his enemies in the kind of most foolish worldly, by world's, the world standards of conquering, in a very foolish way. He, he, he conquers them by dying. Yeah. And... That's so unusual to a certain effect. But then also, if you look in the scriptures, especially in the Gospel of Mark, the way that the crucifixion is set before us in that way Mm -hmm. is the same way that the Romans would go in and conquer a certain land. So basically, Jesus being on the cross is almost in an essence of, or a picture of, at least to the Romans, of what, oh man, this is a king actually conquering something. Well, what is he conquering? He's conquering He's death. conquering something we can't see. Yeah. Right? It's not a physical, it, it, it's not, it, it's not a physical enemy. Mm-hmm. It's something that, ha, that has been conquering us since Adam ate the fruit. Yeah. And that's our sin nature. Yeah. And death. Like, we have been losing this battle every time since that point. Yeah. But man... It's going to be a sweet day when Jesus, his second advent, yeah, his second advent is going to be something, it's going to be something to behold. 
It ain't gonna be no manger. <laughs> no, it ain't gonna be no manger. Ain't gonna be no manger, right? But but even in that, dude, like think of just the amazing testimony to who Jesus is, and that he perfectly embodied prophet, priest, and king embodied in this child. Mm-hmm. Look at how he shows up. It's not with the fanfare. It's not on a great white horse with lightning on his, you know, with eyes of lightning, which that that that's coming, right? But he shows yep. up in a manger, in yep. humility, in obscurity, mm-hmm. right? Because the battles that he is facing, the battles that he is he is conquering, they aren't some physical thing that he needs to show up with such force to show, like, I have arrived, right? Yeah. Look at who he revealed himself to. Look at who were the ones that witnessed his birth. The lowest of the low, shepherds. Yeah. Like, that was the worst job you could get. If you were a shepherd... <laughs> It means you had a social sciences degree. Yeah. All right. I would be a shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I have I have all my experiences ministry and I have no like my college degree is worthless. Yeah. I would be a shepherd. <laughs> Jesus Jesus revealed himself to me. Mm-hmm. Just as he revealed himself to those shepherds as a king yeah. in humility and obscurity. But no less authoritative. Yeah. <laughs> right? And it 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 points the 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 baby in the manger points to the general on the horse mm-hmm. right and it's the same king revealing himself in two separate advents for the good of his people mm-hmm. and the dismay of the wicked yeah right and dude like Man, it just it just it just it gives me it just it just gives me chills thinking about it man yeah it's just mind blowing too i mean to think of how especially I just go back to Mark. I mean, there's so many different pictures in Mark of how Jesus is conquering Satan, sin and death through humbling himself, through giving of himself. And that is the king that we need. Like the kings in sec I mean, and that's what you're expecting when, you know, I'm going back to Second Chronicles. Chronicles, you just look at all these failed kings from the line of David. All these failed kings all over them. and over and over Even again. Even David, a man yeah. after after God's own heart, a murderer, an adulterer. Yeah, and you see Jesus completely just flip the script, change the paradigm. You see truly God, truly man in Jesus Christ. And, dude, he is just going to town. He is going to town in the crucifixion. And... That's not how we would look that the world would look at that and say, how foolish. And yet yes. we as believers having our eyes open by the power of the Holy Spirit, just go, look at how glorious this is. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 Christ is King. I think truly is. I, I, I think it's the best way to end this Advent series because it it points like Christ as our prophet. Christ as our priest I think primarily, not 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 all of it, but primarily, show how Christ is advocating for us in the moment mm-hmm. while we are here, and definitely a hundred percent for sure, Christ as King does that as well. Yeah. Right? He is our Lord. We are called to pledge allegiance to Him and live our lives in accordance to His will and word. Right? Yeah. But Christ as King points to a future glory mm-hmm. that is so magnificent, so hopeful. Yeah. So wondrous that we can't even begin to describe it with the words that we have at our disposal as limited, finite beings. Yeah. <laughs> right? Christ as king points to 
that day when he shows up and makes all things new Mm -hmm. and the wicked will be defeated once and for all. And I will no longer have to have to live in this this body of death that groans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And man, just such joy, um, such joy will be ours on on that day. And man, Christ is king for me really does just kind of round this whole Advent series out. And, mm-hmm. and it points it points to how how he came as a child yeah. in obscurity. But it reminds us of how he will come again yeah. as our general and as our king leading uh, leading his 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 banner across this world and making it right, making it new and finally, finally fulfilling the promise to undo what Adam did. Once and for all, right? And yeah. it's just, man, it is, it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's a great way to end. It's so Christmassy. It's so, it's, it's so hopeful. Uh, and I don't think people talk about it enough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. I mean, like I said too, at the beginning when we were talking about, you know, us as Americans, we have this kind of democratic, <laughs> democratic republic, obviously version of government. And so we don't have kings, um, is Jesus our president? Uh, <laughs> no, we, did, we didn't elect him. <laughs> well, you no. know, he's not. Electable. He elected us. Yeah, <laughs> got him. Got, got him. him. Hey. Um, so, yeah, that is a completely different paradigm shift, right? We don't vote for him. We don't vote for the Messiah. We don't do this stuff. No, no, he is king, whether you acknowledge it. God or God comes to us. He pursues after us in our most desperate hour, and. Even a kind of, you know, we're we're recording just after, you know, kind of remembrance of Pearl Harbor and stuff like that. And yeah, sure. It's just this remembrance of like in our most desperate time of how God continues to pursue after man and he does it in the most magnificent way possible through the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, his son. And instead of doing things like the Jewish people wanted Jesus to do? Are you to overthrow the Roman government? Are you going to, you know, do all these things? Nope. I am going to lay down my life for you. Uh, And he does this because not only, uh, I mean, is he God incarnate, but he calls us friends, calls us his friends. That's just nuts, dude. The king calls us his friends. That's just nuts. So, That's nuts. Just really really good taking the time to really think about that is just really glorious really amazing well, especially during this time you look at you look at how the subjects of kings would interact with the kings in scripture yeah. it was a very fearful thing yeah right if the king summoned you to his court Whew. one of two things was going to happen you're either getting some new robes and put on a horse, or you're getting your head chopped off. Yeah, right. It's one one of the two. Or Solomon's right? going to chop you in half. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess the third option, right? We can approach the King of Glory mm. with no fear, mm-hmm. no fear or dread of condemnation, no fear that he's going to reject us, no fear that he's going to condemn us. No fear that somehow our inadequacies are going to be put on display. Yeah. And judged. Yeah. Because the king took our place. Mm-hmm. 
He sacrificed himself and gave himself for us. And now we enter into the king's throne room with confidence, claiming not 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 our own righteousness, Mm -hmm. but clinging to the one that leads us in. And that is our king of glory, Jesus Christ. Just what an amazing truth. It kind of puts a cap onto it, right? Because Jesus is prophet. He comes from God, right? Jesus leaves the, the comfort, I wouldn't say the comfortability, but he leaves the, the kind of inglorified triuneness that he was in. Yeah. Comes to us, represents God, gives us the word, then... As priest, he goes on behalf of us into the throne room, into make sacrifice. He himself is the sacrifice and everything like that. And then he himself draws us into the place that he has made now kind of clean, so to say. Yeah. So, like, he's drawing us. Like, we're now able to go into the Holy of Holies. Yes. There is no Holy of Holies anymore. No. Because Jesus is the Holy of Holies. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, Spoiler. And... He he's able to then meet us. So it's this weird way of like the tabernacle, how we used to set up the tabernacle and do all these things. God has now made the tabernacle. He's not made it, but basically God has taken on the tabernacle of human flesh. Yeah. And he, and he indwells in us. Yeah. He gives us his spirit. Yeah. And he now indwells in his people as his dwelling place. That's just so refreshing to hear during Christmas time. Yes, it is. Versus like, oh, I get presents and stuff like that. Like, you got the present, <laughs> capital capital P. Josh going full youth pastor. Oh man, <laughs> hey man, yeah. You got you youth think you heard, got presents? You got the present. You got yeah. <laughs> You've heard uh, of presents under the tree, right? <laughs> oh, oh dude, it's it's true, man. I, yeah. I love I love I love this part of Christmas when we are encouraged to take extra time, special time, to focus on the advent of Christ and how glorious of a truth that is mm-hmm. and how that applies to our lives, what hope and courage that can give to our local church in the way that we serve, in the way that we preach, in the way that we interact with this world. Yeah. That we are not fighting a lost cause. We're not fighting for a king that doesn't care or isn't strong enough. Yeah. Christ is going before us, preparing the good works for us to do. Yeah. Such a glorious truth, man. And I can't think of any better thing to focus on this Christmas season. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Man, I think Big Eva has sung. Man, she sang good, too. <laughs> she sang, she's singing Christmas carols, man. Yeah. She's singing Oh Come, O Come, Emmanuel. <laughs> Why don't you get us out of here, my guy? So, ladies and gentlemen, if you appreciate these series that we put on during these special times of the year, maybe we might put on a little Passover series. You never know. <laughs> Passover. Oh, here we go. We're getting dizzy uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you too can follow us on the sociables, if you will, if you appreciate our banter and our kind of, how shall I say it, um, vacillations, yes. pontifications, vacillations, if you will. Yes. Um, you could do a good. If you like the cut of our jibs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is a jib? I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> I think it sounds nautical. Yeah, it does. I like the cut of your jib. You know, is that like, hey, I like the way your boat looks. Maybe that's a euphemism for something. I'm going to leave that right yeah. there. I'm not going to explore that anymore. So you can follow us on the Sociables. You can follow us on the Facebook, the Metaverse. 
the Zek site. Yes. You can follow us on the Instagram. Yes. A little bit more visual, kind of sociable site. A little bit more easier on the eyes, if you will. Goes well with chocolate marshmallow. Or you can follow us on the Muskerville, mm. the Twitterville. Oh, yeah. The Little Blue Bird side. Getting spicy the these days. <laughs> yeah. Oh getting my spicy. God. It is getting spicy. Dude. Oh, yeah. It's nuts over there. I like it. It's nuts. I like the chaos. Let so, chaos reign. Yeah. Josh Jesus, is over there just Jesus like Joker. Is, Jesus is king. <laughs> Let it burn. <laughs> Let it burn. Josh is like burning money over here. Sorry, just like. <laughs> So you can follow us Turns at the out tag. He's giving the rubies <laughs> to the natives. <laughs> you can follow us at the tag at Reformatory Pod on all of those sociable sites. Josh, you can tell the lovely people how these lovely people, the lovely listeners, might support us in various other methods that are not subpar, so to say. <laughs> like this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, there's many ways that you can show the love to the Reformatory. You can follow us on all the socials. Jack already talked about those. You can head on over to Patreon, and for a $5 holla, you too could become a Patreon supporter, and your name will be hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. You can head on over to reformatorypod.com, get yourself some local church merch, and last but definitely not least, perhaps even the most important, if you are on Spotify or Apple, you can give us a five-star rating. Mm-hmm. Five stars for five solas. We would greatly appreciate that. All right? You can uh, write us a little review. Tell us about, uh, you know, what you like about the podcast, how you found the podcast. Um, as long as it's got that five stars, helps get the podcast out to more people, and more people get to be encouraged to make the local church central to their life. What? what you more got? people, yeah. I feel like, are writing five-star reviews because they like the fact that we have cigar ratings it's on our podcast. It's true. Hey, <laughs> if you if you want these cigar reviews, if you like these cigar reviews, if you have been encouraged and perhaps have uh, found some enjoyment in these cigar reviews, give us some five stars. Drop, drop some five stars for the cigar reviews. Yeah. We would appreciate it. <laughs> Jack, I'm going to catch you on the next one, man. We're going to do some more eps. Yes, sir. Oh, go follow Tin Can. We're going to talk about that more next ep. Yes. We thank you all for listening. We will catch you on the next ep of the Reformatory.